We are live. Welcome to another episode of Live Lunch. This is where we have a conversation based out of our teaching from Sunday and over lunch. Discuss it in more depth, draw out some themes. And I'm Matt Carvel and joined by Matt and Christine today as we think about the topic of, well, generosity giving. We're looking at the, the um, subject of the Good Samaritan parable that Jesus told. Uh, but both of you have been on live lunch before. It's good to have you back. Thank you. Hope you're enjoying the food from Corcoro today. Um, Matt. Hello. For people that have maybe not seen you on this before, who are you? What do you do? Uh, what I'm are you Matt. Then? Yep. And I'm one of the elders and my primary responsibility is to look out for the Shoreham site Brilliant. Uh, over in the West, the Wild West as some call it, um, and also leading our care team. So last 18 months or so we've been really kind of honing what we do in terms of our social action to our city, lots and lots of projects. <laughs> Um, yeah, say more about that in a minute, but um, it's been yeah. great, great, really superb. Yeah. Brilliant. Christine, you have been part of the church for many years, but also part of the team here and our pastoral content, do a lot with Bible studies as well, leading yeah. our women's Bible studies, going well this term? Yeah, really well, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Well... Um, depending on which site you were in depends on which uh, who was preaching the message but the message was um, from uh, the Luke chapter 10 we're looking at the Good Samaritan and looking at that parable to explore the themes of generosity as a church we're in our gift campaign through the month of November and uh, giving money towards our, our care projects and as, as Matt said we'll speak about more more about that in a bit. Stephen, who was um, preaching uh, at the Clarendon Centre, uh, had some uh, small group questions for us to discuss and to think about. Maybe I'll just run through them first of all, and then we'll just bounce out our conversation from them. The first question was, how and why are the two commands, love God, love people, so linked? And then secondly, in what ways does the parable paint a picture of the beauty of the gospel? Thirdly, the priest and the Levite cross the road. Why do they do that? And why are we tempted uh, to do the same? It was a challenging message. And then fourthly, having compassion is a calling of every Christian. And how are you working out uh, your calling? So lots to challenge us there. Why don't we think about that first question that we've been given there? How and why are the two commands, love God and love people, how are they linked? How do they work together? How should we understand them? Do you want to start off on that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, actually, it's really challenging when it talks about loving God. So it talks about with all your heart, with yeah. all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. There's a really strong repetition to make us think about, you know, it's all of us. Mm. So um, if we love God in that way, and that is a challenge, I'm not saying that we all absolutely <laughs> make that all of the time, then the second command really flows out of that because of our love for God. We will love his people and ev well, that's not just Christians, but it's all of his creation, people made in his image. Mm. So in that way, the two are linked. It's not that you can sort of pick a mix and think, oh, oh I'll just do this. I'll just love yeah. God and I can't do that one. Or I'll just love people. but I can't. No, mm. they are actually really uh, integral to one another. Mm. Yeah, I guess we're prone to gravitate towards one another, thinking yeah. of our religious life or our following of Jesus, just being like, well, as long as I'm... You know, being at church and worshiping and yes. my spirituality, 
But yeah, I guess Jesus pushes us beyond that, doesn't he? Yes. For sure. And I, and I think the challenge comes where you begin to unpack it in your mind. Um, so actually what's being said here is that the same power, speed, affection and force right. that I care about myself, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I need to somehow learn how to discharge that to others yeah yeah and not just others that i like or who are like me yeah but those that are unlike me and even undeserving you know in my opinion yeah Yeah. it's a challenging passage the the parable of the good man it's also slightly confusing as well i suppose if if we're reading it in terms of thinking like jesus seems to be you know it, it comes in response to someone asking jesus a question about how do we inherit eternal life? How do we get with mm. God, essentially? And it seems like Jesus is so is, is pushing him to do stuff. And of, that can sound like it's contrary to what we often teach about grace and like love of God and about faith. Like the way we get to Jesus is through faith in him. So how are we meant, how are we meant to understand this in terms of, he's kind of he's saying like, do this, love. Like, do, do, does our, what part does our doing of loving others is that what gets us to god is that how does how do we uh, to understand that because it seems like contrary to faith it sounds like mm. he's saying do this stuff mm. rather than have faith well everybody mm. comes to god through faith it has yeah. to be through faith and grace that we we come to god um but you know we're we're not really going to love god unless we've repented ourselves okay no, we're not going to love him fully yeah. because if we're holding sin in our hearts that we're un- that we're unrepentant about, mm-hmm. we're not truly loving God, are we? Okay. So there yeah. has to, and certainly when we first come to to God, there has to be repentance on our part to get mm-hmm. to that place of loving God. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I think that's that's the first thing, and the second is that the other, as we just said, flows out of that. Okay, so that order is important. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, the next question I got here. So, God, we, we we've been thinking a lot this term uh, about being generous, giving, particularly to disadvantaged, the poor, that sort of thing, and often that is a part of church's practice. But what would you say to someone who said, "Well, look." The church getting involved in those things, it's not really the church's place to do that. You know, if the, the church is there surely to be a spiritual help to people and there's charities, other institutions, councils, it's their job. It's not the church's job. It's their job to help people in society and that sort of thing. Like, you know, why, why is the church getting involved in it? Why does the church have a role in this stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think this. Uh, it's interesting. This is we're looking at a passage from the New Testament, but the the idea of um, being generous to the to the disadvantaged it's not it's not a, a New Testament idea, if you like. I mean, one of the verses that really is with me, and um, I trust our whole uh, foundation of of how we serve Brighton and the wider conurbation. Uh, will be from Jeremiah 29, where, mm. where people of God are exiled. And, and he, God says to them, seek the welfare of the city, yeah. uh, because um, uh, in its welfare, you'll find your welfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, is, this is a command, you know, we, I want you to do this. And, yeah. uh, and it kind of really feels to me like, okay, we're God's special people, but he's, he's put us here in, in this moment in time for a reason. And part of being God's people 
will be to to seek the welfare of mm. where we are, and so and it's easy yeah. to lose that, isn't it? Sometimes yeah. even as Christians, we can think, well, what people really need is the gospel, the news about sure. Jesus. Yeah, you know, we should just prioritize all of that. But you're actually mm. saying mm. No, there's more. There's there's that as well as yeah yeah a Keller Keller who who Tim Keller Tim Mister Mister Tim Keller yeah, that's right just thank you for, <laughs> for correcting me there Mister Tim Keller yeah Pastor Doctor Tim Keller yeah, um, he uh, church in in New York he would say um, that actually as uh, as born again Christians believers uh, we are all um, gospel messengers okay. And so, the, and and you know, a lot, lots of us can talk until the cows come home about about what God's done for us in our lives. But but He's also calling us to be gospel neighbours, um, which I think is a really interesting uh, idea, uh, way of describing it. How how do, what does that look like? How does that outwork in my life? And um, I think churches, you know, who are who are gathering believers uh, regularly on Sundays and during the week, mm-hmm. we've got a fantastic mm-hmm. opportunity to say, hey, look, you know. Your lives are like like living letters, as Apostle yes. Paul would describe it, where we get to to do our lives in such a way that people ask questions, yeah. and it's only and the and the answer to those questions can only be found in what what's happened to us, our, the change that God's done in our in our hearts and minds. They'll, they'll need an answer yeah. to explain how we live our lives, and so I feel like. Um, uh, certainly, as as a church in our in our city and its and its wider conurbation, we we our motivations for for serving those who are disadvantaged come from a different place, perhaps. Because mm-hmm. I guess that the message of the Bible is not just about you know the forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be reduced to that. Mm-hmm. I think right the way through the whole of the Bible, mm-hmm. you you see. God's uh, compassion and desire for his creation, for his people yep. to be thriving. And I suppose, you know, that's something you, you see the right way through, isn't it? Like, um, And I guess even, especially in the Old Testament, we can <clears throat> miss that a little bit about the sort of yep. the theme of God's... It's, it's, it seems a little bit surprising, like God's uh, desire for and, and attention towards the poor. Um, even in the, you know, I guess there'd be a lot of examples of that in the Old Testament. They would, yeah. I think, I think, I don't know that it is difficult to miss okay. because um, you see it all through the Psalms, all through the Proverbs, you see it in Isaiah that God's continually speaking about um, justice for the poor yeah. and the oppressed. Mm. Yeah. And that uh, they're close to his heart. You know, I've just got Proverbs open in front of me. It says, whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but mm. blessed is he who is generous to the poor. Mm. And there are verses like that throughout the Bible that we see, mm. you know, in mm. the Old Testament. But we also see it in the life of Jesus yeah. in just the people he picks out. He picks out a tax collector up a tree, mm-hmm. somebody who's an outcast mm. in society. He stops for a woman who's been bleeding all this time, another outcast mm, in society. Because mm. the poor are, we, we tend to think of the poor in, in kind of one box, perhaps people who yeah. are hungry and, and perhaps need to come to our food banks, but the poor so much more than that. Yeah, okay. um, you yeah, know, yeah. could go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I guess what we're, we're taking that theme from the Bible, strong theme from the Bible, of um, God's compassion for all all types of people, but there seems to be a particular priority for those most overlooked in yes. society. So we, I guess, as a church, we've kind of taken 
taken that and try and tried to live according to that and plan and stretch us and use the resources that God has given us according to that um, here at Manual. So tell us more about that, man. Then tell us yeah. about care, how that fits, what we're involved in, because some yeah. people might not know this sort of how Brilliant. we do that. Yeah, I think I think the whole COVID era has given us a bit of time and space to think as a church. Um, what what is it that we do um, in this? this area of being gospel neighbours, if you like, mm-hmm. to coin that phrase again. Um, and I think um, caring for our city being an umbrella phrase that we're using to, to really have four areas um, that, we can, that we can locate projects that are going on around church life. I, I, th- I think it's helpful to, to better present, certainly to our church, but also to our city, the kind mm-hmm. of stuff that we're involved in. Um, they revolve around people, premises, and partnerships, which right. which is another a helpful way of thinking about it, and uh, we want all of our locations across the city um, to feel ownership of, of projects and ownership of um, work for the disadvantaged um, in their area, uh, and so in, in engaging our, our sites to, to feel ownership of those of those projects is firstly important. So these four areas will be food insecurity, so that's where our, our food banks would sit. Um, the second one will be well being. Um, and so these are projects that we are engaged with revolving around um, drug addiction, mentoring, counselling, those sorts of things. Uh, then we have housing. And so we have a couple of houses that mm-hmm. we, we put people into those houses and we, we care for them. We uh, help these uh, men and women out of uh, addictive lifestyles, re-socialising, re-skilling. Um, and then, um, of course, we have um, our, our, our last one, which I can't think of. Family? Uh, the family, sorry. Yeah, family, yeah. I need to, no, I need to work out an acrostic for that, don't I? That's, 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 yeah. And so the family one, it's, it's a big deal for me. People know my story. But um, we, we really do care about uh, the family as well in this church because we are a family. Um, and so working with other churches in the city even this um, spring coming, we're, we're wanting to, to put on um, a foundations course to, to help people take a, a step of interest towards considering fostering an adoption. Okay. Uh, okay. But we've also got a couple of projects running um, called Baby Basics, one in Shaw mm-hmm. one in, in Brighton, uh, which looks out for mums that have just had a baby and they don't have the wherewithal or the finance to supply all the consumables that are needed mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. a brand new baby. So they're brilliant projects. So those those are the four areas that that we're really concentrating on, and it's it's by no mistake that these are the four areas that is a concern for the next decade for our national government. Mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. not like things that we think is a good idea. Yeah, you know, they are real right here, right now things that need addressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like um, in our city, you speak to the council, speak to people involved. Yes. And they say they would say these are the areas that are most locally there's most need. Yeah. That's and you right. as a team and we as a church are seeing that and thinking yeah. actually, okay, let's do our bit. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. connecting with other organisations, yeah. connecting with the council yeah. uh, in order to do that. Yeah. That's great. So it's obviously really inspiring, really um, challenging. We're encouraging people to, to, to give, mm. give financially, get involved. I guess for people, um, for some people thinking, well, I'd like to if things were different in my personal circumstance. Mm. So I guess for the, for the someone listening to this who their heart's in the right place, they, they want to give, but actually things are quite difficult for them, think, challenge mm. it, and thinking, okay, can I just give this a miss? Mm. <laughs> this opportunity to give. What would we say to that? What, what would be? 
Mm. What do you think? It's challenging, isn't it? I mean, I, I'll admit this this weekend just just gone, you know, preaching and teaching it. You just feel the weight of it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think I think um, I think I think it's in um, in Galatians where it talks about bearing one another's burdens. Okay. And um, so I tend to, it helped me to understand that actually. If if what I do in this gift day, whether it's um, giving my time, my energy, or and my money, mm-hmm. is that has that been costly for me? Is it okay. a cost to me? Okay. Otherwise, there's no burden being born. Yeah. Is yeah. there? So if yeah, it's not, yeah. if it's not like a burden to me, if okay. it's not, you know, if I'm making this decision with my money, yeah. that's going to be costly in another area of my life. Mm-hmm. Right there, you're you're bearing a burden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's a good question to ask yourself. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and it's not—it's it, certainly—it's not to guilt anybody. I don't, no, no one no. wants to be guilted into giving, but it's important to understand why, rather than just mindlessly giving. Yeah, I think you know. I think what you just said there—it it links to faith as well. Yeah. Yes. It's a costly step. It's like it's yeah. a step of faith. It's yeah. a step of trust. Yeah. It's a step of I'm doing this not because yeah. it feels comfortable, yeah. not because it's easy, but because yeah. I believe it's a something yeah. of God that's. Mm. convicting me about who God is but also yeah. about the need that's there yeah and 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 stepping into that I mean what uh, yeah maybe talk a bit Christine about the place of faith in this the place of you know we mm. we want to encourage one another as a as a church community to be looking to God in terms of the giving I guess I guess what I'm trying to ask here is if people are um what do we miss out on if we stop giving or pull back from from giving? I know you've got experience and stories, and, and the times it's been difficult, the times that you've actually kept going in the giving. It's costly at the moment, but what what do we gain? I suppose what is, what is the blessing of it as well? Well, I suppose. Um uh, we don't really want to separate giving to the poor mm-hmm. to uh, any giving, giving because it's always mm-hmm. a temptation not mm-hmm. to give when we feel less well off mm-hmm. and have less resources. Mm-hmm. But what we miss out on is this adventure of faith yeah. of mm-hmm. actually saying, I'm going to take you at your word, mm-hmm. Lord, and I'm going to believe you when you say you provide for me and yeah. you provide mm-hmm. all my yeah. needs. Yeah. So there is a step of faith to be taken. Yeah. And my testimony would be that... God has never let us down, but mm. I wouldn't say it's always been immediate because I think sometimes we mm. can say, oh, mm. great, great story about giving at the gift day. I gave this and then God provided this two days later. I, great, <laughs> fantastic. doesn't mm. always happen like mm-hmm. that, though. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. overall, God will provide for our needs because mm-hmm. that's his promise mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, when we're talking about giving to the poor as well, we see in all these scriptures that I was alluding to earlier that that's God blesses those who look out for the poor. Yes. So there's, mm-hmm. e- there's, you know, there's even more reason there. But when we're just starting out with giving, any giving that we give isn't a matter of digging into my pocket and seeing what I've got. Mm. Our giving should come from a place of, well, I really love God and I want to give to him mm. and to his work. Mm. Lord, I don't know how to do this with the money that I've got. Would you help me? Would you give me mm-hmm. faith? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then moving forward from that point rather than thinking oh I've got to find this money and give it away and I don't I don't know how I'm going to last you know the month or you know it's got to be from that place of your relationship with God yeah and your faith in him as father and provider brilliant yeah so good um 
I guess Stephen also talked about not just not just the giving in the moment, but a sort of, uh, I guess Jesus pointing out a way of the Christian life is in to be to love neighbors in an ongoing way, to have mm-hmm. an attitude of generosity, of mercy, of uh, looking to bless others and be a neighbor to others. What does that look like? What, how if someone is hearing that on Sunday and saying? Yeah, okay. I recognize that. Mm. I want to do that. Where where do I start? What what do I do? What what how do I take a step forward? What would you what would you say to them? Yeah, I I, I think there's multiple opportunities for people to get involved in projects. So there have to be the projects that as a church that we put on. Okay. I think it's great, you know, dive into the community um in which you are a part and and look, look to serve in that way but there's definitely volunteering opportunities in all of, in all of our projects across church life i think if you are interested just email us at care uh at weareemmanuel.com and, and we'll add you to our brilliant care at weareemmanuel.com. yeah so please do that um and then we'll be in touch um yeah i i think i think um what does that look like? I, I think, again, I just want to yank it back a bit to the whole motivation of wanting to, to get out and serve. And I, I, I think I think that um, on Sunday, being able to say that it's impossible to do gospel neighbouring well mm-hmm. until you recognise that you've been neighboured. Mm-hmm. I think that... that that understanding that that's the motivation because I think what that does is it frees you yeah. it frees you from feeling like you've got to do this or you've got to do that in a moralistic way yeah you yeah know, w- whether that's secular or religious you know we, we don't yeah. want to go down the moralism thing we, all, all of our all, all of our gospel neighboring have, has got to find its source in yeah, knowing yeah, yeah. that we've been neighbored mm. uh, yeah. by Jesus so mm. um so yeah a little practical thing there but I you know just important the motivation thing's huge mm. I think often we think, oh, I couldn't do that. But yeah. when, mm-hmm. I don't think we're being asked to do something we can't do. Okay. I think it's really good to look at um, mm. what's our skill set? What are we good at? Are mm. we people persons? Mm. Mm. Um, if I'm a people person, mm. then maybe I could visit elderly, mm. lonely people, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. Mm. I, I don't think it's about, you know, uh, suddenly becoming someone you're not. It, yeah. But it is about yeah. using your skills. If you're really good with tech, you could support a charity yeah. in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's a lot wider than thinking yeah. just about certain categories of people mm. because actually there's a breadth of ways that people can get involved. Yeah, because I think some, when you when you see someone or you see a ministry or a charity or that sort of thing that is doing really good work and you think, oh you know being generous to the poor looks like that yeah. and you can get a fiction in your mouth oh that's not me yeah. and then yeah. you know well I'll just give money and yeah giving money is part of it but yeah. also if you want to give your time actually there's different there's different yeah. ways in yeah. Yeah. and yeah. there's different skills that yeah. are needed and mm. the, it's yeah. been totally brilliant really being in the food bank seeing some of the church members in the various locations okay. just kind of getting stuck in yeah. and really loving it and feeling like they're playing a huge part mm. and i'm looking at them thinking you're just being yourself yes. yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. just so good I've, yeah. i really appreciate that um yeah yeah uh, i think it's also worth saying matt um just to grab an opportunity to speak to the business community you yeah. know people who are um, leading businesses who are running startups, wh- whatever area you're in, I, I have the privilege of connecting with quite a few um, of them with the business network at Emmanuel. But um, uh, thinking about corporate social responsibility okay. is a bit of a buzz thing, you know. You know, okay. as a business, you know, are we ticking that box? 
um, and companies all over the place like to do their bit you know in 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 the social sense and that's not wrong but um if you're if you have a a, an authoritative um decision making voice in in a company like that then then please throw your money in our direction because we want to be able to keep releasing um projects and people in order that we might keep developing what we're doing for our care for our city uh umbrella if you like so yeah throw us your money Brilliant, what a note to end on. Well, <laughs> weareemmanuel.com forward slash care is where you can find out more information about yeah. all the, some of the projects that we're involved in and also the place to go to get involved in terms of giving to uh, to our gift, giving campaign for this uh, this month. And uh, next week we will be back probably for the last one in this series because we're coming to the end of the Your People uh, series and we're talking about your kids your kids so that is uh, the topic for next week parenting hope you join us for that see you soon have a great week bye 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 bye